0: Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast where we believe that no one drifts into excellence and where we also believe you can learn more from failures than successes. So why not make it less painful and learn from our failures? Today's episode is the very first in a series titled Leadership Exposed, with the CEO and owner of both the Impact of Leadership and CCB Technology. Patrick Booth is a friend of mine and someone I deeply respect. He has experience in launching a business with Impacted Leadership and taking over a family business with CCB Technology. Now, I would encourage you to approach this series like a 20-minute lunch with a mentor where you're hearing the answer to this question. What lessons have you learned from things that didn't work out, from your failures? I've heard it said, this is a side note, more than you bargain for here. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. So think through that lens. Take it away, Patrick. Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Booth, and I am the CEO
1: of CCB Technology and Impact of Leadership. Well, normally you have Steve Shear at the helm, uh, being able to be your podcast host. But today we're going to try something different. I know, right? Why not? Well, here's the thing we're going to try. We are going to have me start a new series called Leadership Expose. Well, what the heck is that? Well, Leadership Exposed is an opportunity for me to share with you real stories where I have failed. What? Yeah, I have realized, and and I wish more people would have told me where they have failed, that my lessons that I've learned the hard way will be an opportunity for you to learn, grow, and get better. I want you to be better than me. So the best way I can do that is tell you where I messed up. Now, you might be have listening for a long time. And if you have, you normally know that we interview somebody and it's somebody we've read their book on, or maybe we've been inspired by a speaker that we've heard, or maybe it's somebody that we just have encountered business with and somebody referred them to us, but they're inspirational leaders. Well, that's what we want this to be as well. An inspiration to you, value, that you walk away with meat, not water. Okay. Real value, real things you can apply. And if this is your first time listening, well, I'm sorry because Steve Shear is way better than me, but I hope you stick around. Give me a chance because we're going to be doing about a five-part series, could be 10, all to be determined by your voice. Uh, we want to see if this hits the mark. Is this something you enjoy? When I go out to eat, I love a good meal. I don't like my food burnt. I don't like it being a bad experience. Well, neither do we want you to have that at the Impact of Leadership podcast. So give us feedback. Does this taste good? Do you enjoy it? Do you want more? Would you come back? Well, give us your insights as we're going to be testing this out. And I'd say give it a few times to listen to, to see if it actually is something you enjoy. And if it is, give us more insights of what you have learned, what you would like to hear about, and we'll see what we can do to hit that mark. Okay. So let's get into a few things like introducing myself. So I already said who I was. Um, I've been working at CCB Technology for 21 years officially. I say that because I actually helped my parents start the business when I was uh, a teen, uh, well, guys, in my teens in middle school. And uh, when I say start the business, I was the shipping person that just helped unload the boxes and Stack them back on and ship them back out to you. So, my job was nothing relevant other than uh, I try to be a helper to my parents, which I really enjoyed. Uh, I learned family business at the small dinner table. That's where small businesses talked about with their kids. And that's what I do uh, with my kids. And I know I learned a lot from my parents. I am married, I've been married 20, uh, 22 years actually. So, uh, that has been exciting and wonderful and challenging. Uh, if you're married out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's one of the greatest adventures you can go on, but it's also one of the hardest. Um, I have three wonderful kids. I'm very thankful for them all. They're all different. I have a daughter and two boys, and we also have a nephew that spends a lot of time with us. He lives with his grandparents, but uh, he's at our house pretty much all morning, all until the late evening, um, and and we love him. Uh, he came from East Tennessee, so if you uh, can ever meet anybody from uh, Knoxville area, well, then you know you've got my family in your hearts because uh, Joseph, uh, my nephew, is a great country boy. He he came to Wisconsin uh, with a good attitude, and and my kids I have embraced him and and he's embraced them as well. And, you know, it's not always perfect, but I got to tell you, no family is. But the family that loves each other uh, and the family that has each other's back, that's what's special. Um, I'm a Christian. I was raised in a Christian home. My parents uh, taught me the value of going to church and taking time to pray to God and to really study the Bible and to understand a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior. And and so what I've done is carry that into my family. And so we truly believe the family that prays together stays together. And I thank you, mom, for teaching me that lesson. And it's real. It's true. It doesn't make things perfect. It doesn't take away all the problems. But I'll tell you what. I wouldn't know what I would turn to. I probably turn to something uh, that would really mess me up if I didn't turn to God and trust uh, Him with what He provides in my family. So that's my in my heart. Um, the other things I like to do is I love to watch sports a uh, big fan of pretty much anything. I, I love to get out there and golf with friends. I'm a terrible golfer, but if you get me out there and enjoy uh, wonderful nature and be with good friends, I'm having a good time. And then uh, I love to ride my Harley. Uh, my wife and I go for trips, uh, not long trips, but for like rides. Uh, we go in the country because uh, I really do prefer being out there just again, disconnecting from the world and just being able to just take in the beauty of nature. So that's who I am. Well, that's not why you got on this podcast. That's not why you're listening is to know who I am, but I do think it matters. Uh, You need to know who I am uh, because it's important if I have your ear for the next 15 minutes. So here's what I'm gonna talk about in Leadership Exposed. What are we trying to achieve? Well, let's just get that on the table. Number one, I wanna share real stories that you can listen to, lessons of where I can learn from, from where I failed. And hopefully that makes you feel a connection with me and that trust is built. Second, I want to encourage you to not feel alone. A uh, lot of stories are not shared out there. And I understand that people don't want to mess admit where they messed up, but I got to tell you, this is not that podcast. We're going to tell you where we failed because uh, we want you to be better than us. Next, we want to grow together. Um, there's going to be some hard topics that we throw out there. And yet you might have some questions and you might actually have some uh, other insights that you want to share with us. And I would encourage you to do that. You can find us easily at info at And then next, we want you to share some stories with us. Tell us what we don't know. Tell us things that maybe we haven't experienced in our company that you can share from. And again, I know my experience is not yours. I'm not here to tell you that you have to be me at all. If anything, I just want you to be better uh, and hopefully give you some insights. So we want to equip you. We want to get you connected and we want to have fun. So what are some of the topics we're going to be talking about? Well, I'm going to get into one today, but the future ones that we're going to be doing pretty much on our regular schedule of our podcast, just trying to trickle them in um, at different times when we don't have guests on here, but you'll hear from me from Leadership Exposed, is that one uh, is about Hiring the wrong people. Okay. I'm going to get into that today, but there's so many different layers to that. All right. uh, One of the lessons I'm going to be talking about is I actually talked to an employee who I had interviewed and hired and uh, was really actually in a high position that was reporting to me as an executive. And I realized that there was not a lot of accountability in the questions I'd been asking. And I have to admit where I failed on that. Next, uh, we're going to talk about. Business development, new ideas that we have tried and where things have failed, but what worked and where did the ideas come from? How do you continue to find ways to grow your business, right? We're going to be talking about that. And then I'm going to talk about how, again, hiring uh, resumes look great, but how do you know which one is the one that you should hire in? Where did I fail? Where I hired somebody based off of what I saw on a piece of paper but not what I felt in in my heart. And you're going to hear that again a little bit more today. So let's get into today because I want to leave you with something, some value, some meat. All right. So here it is. Have you ever made a bad hire? Have you ever had a time where you had an instinct, a gut feeling that somebody that you were interviewing was not going to be the right fit, but you just decided to ignore it for different reasons? I can tell you the reasons I did. Uh, One, peer pressure there's other people in the committee and they all think the person's great, but you don't, you don't want to go against the team. You don't want to be the guy that says no when everyone else says yes. Uh, Two, I was under a lot of pressure from my boss. Uh, My boss wanted me to do something different and it wasn't what I wanted, but it was something that I felt like I needed to do to make him happy. And I did, and it it ended up being a, a problem because I was the manager of the person, not him. Um, and then lastly, you know when you when you have this instinct, when somebody's not gonna fit in your culture, don't ignore that because the disruption that that brings to the whole table is rough. All right. so let's get into some of these specific examples. Now, I'm not going to use real names. I'm not gonna get into all the juicy go- gossip details, I'm not, but I'm gonna keep it pretty much on the line of what uh, happened in these situations. So, the first one, I was interviewing somebody uh, for a technical position. They were brilliant on paper. They had all the experience. They were smart. Uh, they were confident. They had great companies they had worked for. Um, there was one major thing that, that stood out to me, though, that I didn't like, is that they jumped around. And so when I asked the person about, you know, the different experiences and why they moved around, it came down to one thing, poor leadership. Every company had poor leaders. And I, of course, asked a few more questions about what does that mean? And so that you know, this person uh was one person would in front of people and a different person behind rooms. This person was not trustworthy, this person didn't have integrity, uh, this person didn't want me to tell the truth of what was really happening in the company. And I I looked at the person, I said, Wow, it's crazy that you have found all these companies with all these bad leaders. And the person's like, Yeah, I guess so. And I was like, Well, how do you know I'm not gonna be a bad leader? Well, the person looked at me and said, oh, I have asked people and and they've told me and I know things about you. And I said, well, who are these people you've talked to? And the person's like, I'm not going to tell you who I've talked to. Those are my contacts. Well, it was the weirdest interview I've ever had because I've never had somebody say, oh, somebody knows you, but I won't tell you who it is. What? What is that? I don't know. Um, But I ignored it because I felt like this person was brilliant. The thing that kept eating at my gut was how can this person see all the companies that they work for as bad leaders? And is this person gonna think I'm a bad leader? Well, let's go ahead and I'm just spoiler alert, go all the way to the end. Yeah, I ended up in this person's mind being a bad leader too. Not surprising, right? Not when everyone else is too. Um, This person is made to be an independent person. They should have their own company, work for themselves uh, because if everyone else is a bad uh, bad boss, (laughs) then you better just go ahead and do your own thing. All right. Unrealistic expectations. Uh, Just know when somebody has that of other people, why do you think you're not going to be unrealistic for them? Right. It's just going to be something they're going to see you as. And it's not going to end well. All right. Next one. Um, I hired this person because they had worked at a competitor across the country. And I thought, well, great. They could bring wonderful experience. Here's where it got really weird. I asked the person, what do you think of the technology industry and where is it going? Well, the person said, oh, it's dying. It's, you know, it's not what it once was. And I I think it's better, you know, for people just to get out of it. And I looked at this person. I said, you do understand we're an IT company and you're interviewing for an IT position. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, That's not you guys. That's everyone else man, I knew right then this person was going to say one thing and then change their opinion later and just to do whatever it took just to try to save face and you know, backpedal uh, back and just try to backward step. And I just knew what was wrong. Anyways, I, I went to lunch uh, with my boss and talked to them about it. And my boss was like, listen, this person can bring change. This person can bring knowledge. Yeah, they can bring change. and They can bring knowledge. But what about this big thing that they don't stick to the words they say and they change their mind quickly when confronted? Well, I ended up making a bad decision because I wanted to make my boss happy. Okay. And I went and hired this person. Ended up being a disaster. A uh, person came in, did not do what they were supposed to do, said they were going to, didn't change their 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 tune when I called them out on it. Again, consistency from the interviews happened in the job. So don't ignore it. And then the last one, um, again, there's a lot more, but this is strike number three on me. Uh, we interviewed somebody and you know, we, it was for a business development phone call position. And we had asked the person like, how many phone calls do you make? Cause we, we require about, you know, 60 to 80 a day. And the person's like 120, 150. And I was like, wow, how in the world are you doing that? And the person's like, well, I just work really, really hard. I'm like, I love that. I love the passion. I love the drive. But man, how do you maintain that? And the person's like, I don't. Well, What do you mean? Well, I crash and burn. You crash and burn. Yeah, I have to take time off because I can only go so fast so long. And then I crash and burn. I'm like, wow, that doesn't sound healthy. I said, in fact, I think I would rather you be, you know, on 60 or 80 and, you know, stay every day at the job versus, you know, being on four days and having to take two off just to recover. And the person's like, yeah, you're probably right. Well, again, um, I made the decision to hire that person. It was my fault. Uh, But that person ended up, again, doing exactly what they said they did in the previous jobs where uh, they worked hard, but then they would crash. Um, And then there was a lot of other things that came with it. When somebody is that extreme, you're going to see other extremes and not in good ways. And let me just tell you that. I won't get into details, but it definitely carried into the job. So, Couple things. Let's go from this. What do you go for, hopefully from these stories from my failures that you can take away that help you be better than me? Number one, don't ignore your gut. Listen to your inside voice. Number two, ask key questions to make sure that you have clarity on the person's background, uh, their skill sets, what makes them tick and what sets them off. Uh, don't ignore the smoke. All right. I say smoke's your friend, fire's not. Smoke alerts you. Look for that, smell that out. Uh, ask good questions. Next, check their references. If their references has no manager in their department, there's a reason why. Sometimes people use managers at other departments. Why? Because they're friends. Um, Maybe they use their friends and and their colleagues, but you got to know what the person uh, who directly managed them, what would they say? Now, again, references are hard. I know they're not easy. Trust me, I get it. And I try to do everything I can to, to be fair. Um, and I do not get into a lot of details. Uh, so it's not going to always be easy, but I would encourage you definitely take time to check the references and hopefully it helps give you some indication. Next, make sure they fit your core values. If you don't have core values at your company, have your own core values for a manager position. What do you want your team to be? And make sure they hit the marks on all those. And then lastly, be able to walk away. It's okay. Don't be a people pleaser like I've been where you try to make your boss happy or you try to make other people happy on the team just to give them something that they want. You're the person managing the team. You have to make sure you're comfortable because their successes or failures will be under your watch. And you have to be able to think about if you pick the wrong hire and they come in, what kind of disruption will they bring to your team? Well, everyone, that is a little sample taste of what I'm going to be talking about and Leadership Exposed as we go through this, hopefully the next several weeks off and on between our interviews. Well, thank you for listening to the Impact of Leadership. You are valued. We are thankful for each of you, and I hope you have a great day. Take care.
0: Takeaways and action items. I'm back. First of all, the takeaways, we do this every episode. So if this is your first time with us, thank you for being here. But every other episode, when I interview someone, um, I go through takeaways and action items to kind of succinctly say, here's some things that we learned and here's some things we're gonna do about it. So takeaways, number one, when a decision is made that's different from your opinion, move forward. You gotta give feedback behind closed doors. Remember, you're a unified front when in front of your troops. Disagreement happens in private. Number two, a bad hire lingers long after they're gone. It's better to walk away if there's significant doubt. Now, action items. What are we going to do about it? Number one, trust your instinct. Trust your gut. As Patrick said, if you smell smoke, investigate. Don't just buy the house when the basement might be on fire. Number two, Keep asking questions and check references. Actually call them. If you end up hiring the person, those references might encourage you on how to best coach them, support them. Number three, push back on your boss or a committee with respect and specifics. Don't just come in throwing rocks or accusations. If you are nervous about this, push back. Healthy conflict. Number four, know what you and your company stand for or as Patrick talked about, core values. And if you don't have them, get them, write them down. Here are some the CCBs to help you out. CCB's core values are as follows, passion, accountability, trust, humility, integrity, and growth focused. Now, if you like what you heard, I have a simple ask, and it's twofold. Send this episode to somebody, encourage them, and then let us know what you liked about it. We want to bring value to more and more folks like you. That's the send it to people part. And we don't want to serve food that tastes bad. That's the let us know what you think about it part. You can email us at info at impactofleadership.com or scroll to the show notes in whatever platform you're listening on. If you leave a comment or review, we read all of them. It helps us know that, uh, you know, we're not alone in this thing, and it's not just Patrick's mom that listens. (laughs) Uh, Now, what the heck are show notes? Glad you asked. Scroll down on your phone or laptop or whatever you're listening on for the all-caps words show notes to find links to follow up with us and also to email us uh, or to get access to, like, the other 130 episodes in our podcast library or the 75-plus blogs that we have that are practical leadership lessons to help you lead in your leadership journey. So check the notes, hit those links for more. Now I cannot wait to be with you again soon, but until then, from us at The Impact of Leadership, thanks for listening.